there may be games on our upcoming series that you've never heard of, and we were in the same boat. Um, so, you know, jumping back just a little bit, both of us are collectors. We fell in love with the Switch, we started going for the full set, and we became part of this amazing community of other Switch gamers who go anywhere from casual to hardcore. And through this process, we started to get to know developers and other publishers, and we saw what they were doing, we saw the games that they were putting out, and when the opportunity came that we could actually kind of transition to the other side now, and we applied to Nintendo to become a physical publisher. We got approved after a few years. Um, it took a while, but we said, okay, let's think about these games that we knew about, that we've been talking about, that don't have a physical. And we reached out to the developers and, and they were still available and we were surprised. So, you know, it was multifaceted because here we have, we're coming from the gamer side, now we're coming to the publishing side. We're reaching out to them because we want to pursue their games. They have to want to also work with a brand new company because they may know us from our own channels and whatnot, but we are unproven. We haven't released any physical games yet. We're still just, you know, a name and a concept. So they took a chance with us and thankfully it worked out really well. Super Blood Hockey at this point has sold out. Um, it was a lot of fun because when it released and we'll go into a little bit of what comprises our packaging, one of the things is the challenge card, and that allows people to play our games, post about it, and the developers got to see that, and they got to start interacting as well. And it was a wonderful feeling because this is a game, like Super Blood Hockey, for instance, that came out years ago. It kind of came and went. People either knew or didn't know about it, but with the physical, all these new gamers were experiencing it now, and they were sharing their completed challenge. The developer was seeing that and interacting, and it was like a second breath of fresh air for the game, um, and we were able to help facilitate that. And that's really something we thought about. I mean, I'm sure most of you here are collectors or gamers uh, to some degree. And, uh, you know, as collectors ourselves, we had to ask ourselves a very important question. What do we want out of a physical product? And uh, obviously the most important thing is the game. Uh, and if you've played most games on PlayStation, Xbox, and even the Nintendo Switch, you'll probably notice one very annoying thing downloads. You put the game in and you got to wait for a download. And not only for the install, but then an update. And a Switch especially, companies don't want to pay for the bigger cards, so you get companies that will uh, go ahead and do just a small little bar on the card and you have to download the rest of the game. Is it really physical at that point? It's very, very frustrating. So our number one most important thing is we needed to make sure these games were going to be complete on cards. So whenever talking with any developer, that's one of the first things we ask them. Do you have any plans for a future? And if you do, that's great. Let us know when you're done. And that won't, won't, doesn't mean we won't sign a game, but uh, for example, one of our second series games was a robot named Fight, which uh, is an amazing Super Metroid roguelike title that people slept on. And when we asked them, we want to do your game, and they said yes, but they told us they had plans for four-player death matches and stuff to be added to the game. So we delayed it. We wanted to make sure they were done with the game before. Uh, and that's one of, our, I think, our key principles when going with a physical. Uh, JP mentioned another thing we thought about, and that was from our, our, our other co-founder, Jeff, was the challenge cards. What would it be if we can ask the developers to task all the players with something they wanted to see accomplished? And, you know, going back to the Activision Atari days, they used to mail you patches. And then that was like a lost art. It disappeared after that. No one else did it. So we said, screw it. Let's bring it back. So all of our games, they come with challenge cards. And when you do submit, I'm wearing them. 
We do have the patches. And we have tons of people emailing their submissions. And one of the best things they say is, I was not going to play this game. I was going to put it on my shelf. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I buy games, and they sit on the shelf, and I don't play them for years, if ever. And I think probably most people here have done that and have some games like that in their own collection. And uh, Super Blood Hockey was one of them. They said, you know, I never would have played this game. But because of the challenge, it's now one of my favorite games. And for the developers to hear things like that, that that's amazing that we can help facilitate that communication. Uh, what else do we have in yeah. our physicals? So we have the complete on cart, we have the challenge cart, but nowadays you go to a retail store, you look at the game case, you open up, and it's just white inside. There's nothing, there's no manuals anymore, it's a lost art, it's a lost medium. You get no inlay, you get nothing. It's just, it's bare bone and you're paying still full price, 40, 50, 60 dollars sometimes. So for us growing up with the NES and you know Jeff going back to the Atari, we grew up, when, uh, we grew up with the games, you take them out, you'd have the full color instruction book. You'd have explorer guides sometimes for the big RPGs. You had colorful artwork and it was fun to just get the packaging because you'd be in the car on the ride home reading about the game you're about to play and getting excited. So when we had the chance to do physical, that's how we saw our product being done. We can't just have nothing on the inside. So with all of our games, and I'm realizing now we didn't bring any, so hopefully you'll all stop by at our booth afterwards, you're gonna see with all of our releases, you're gonna see a slip cover. We have an NES-inspired dust sleeve where the game case goes inside and then slides in the slip cover. A full color instruction booklet that's 20 to 30 pages. And I'm not talking a little art booklet, these are the full-on manuals that you would come to expect from back in the day. We have the challenge card as well, and that's just with our standard premium edition. We also offer with all of our titles a retro edition. So that's everything that I just mentioned in a retro-inspired packaging that's shaped and sized the same as a SNES N64 package box, so that way they still fit in the protectors. And it allows us the opportunity to either do landscape or portrait images on it, so we could do SNES-inspired or NES or whatever we want to do. And then and additionally, we'll have another goodie so that may be a soundtrack cd a steel book which you could see downstairs for our pigeon dev collection it may be trading cards it could be an enamel pin any anything that will fit in that box because we want to standardize the packaging on the shelf but we want the release to feel full so when you're holding it up and you're holding it in your hands it doesn't feel empty it feels like there is value in there besides just the game itself um and if you want to talk about the deluxe edition as well yeah so uh some of our games do have a deluxe version which comes with everything there including a full hardcover strategy guide uh written for the game specifically because we grew up uh you know in the age of buying strategy guides and sitting down on the living room floor and opening them up and using them to get us through you know a, a tough challenge uh so we wanted to bring that back and uh, that's been the main, main goal for the Deluxe, which has you know, gone over well. A lot of people really like that. And uh, another thing is, you know, growing up in the Atari days specifically, uh, and, and anyone who has, you know the box art is so important. Like, that was it in the NES and the, you know, as well. You know, you went to Toys R Us and you flipped up the little thing and you looked at the back and you looked at the box art and you bought the game based on that because that's all you had. So we wanted to not only make our box art special, but we look at every piece as a piece of canvas. And you know, as collectors, you buy games and sometimes they have the same repeated art. And we don't like that because it, to us it feels cheap. So we like to reach out to the community. We reach out to different artists uh, that would maybe have a good feel. And we say, hey, would you like to do an art piece for this game? And we have internal artists as well. So every piece from the cover to the inlay art to the retro box to the deluxe box to the strategy guide to the challenge patch to the manual, it's all gonna be different art. 
And we try and do that because it's a passion project. We feel if you're going to buy something premium, you should get something premium, period. And you should feel like you're getting bang for your buck. And uh, I think that goes with the games, too. Yeah. So that's the physical packaging. The other thing is, as collectors, and like I said, we're, we're full setters, so we know every week not only are there retail, retail games coming out, there's also limited companies producing games. And whether that's every Friday, on a Thursday, sometimes multiples on the same day. Today. Today also at 7 p.m., Strictly Limited Games goes up for pre-order. Death Smiles 1 and 2, anybody? Um, but for us... Yes, thank you. <laughs> but for us, you know, we wanted to go slow. We're, we're all working full-time jobs. This is a, a passion project for us to be able to do and eventually turn into a career. But we're working a full-time job on top of this. So for us, we can't just speed run through this and release game after game because, one, what that's going to do is create a backlog of pre-orders. And we know that all too well that we have games from companies that are going on a year plus. So we didn't want that for the community. We knew exactly, you know, we're part of that community and we want to treat people right, especially if they're going to be investing their money in our games. So for us, we do it, as Barry mentioned, in series. Right now, series one and two had two games to them each. So series one was the Super Blood Hockey and Pigeon Dev. Series two is Demons Tier Plus and a Robot Named Fight. And what we do is we will not announce the next wave of games until we at least begin shipping the standard editions. Because retros, and if we do a deluxe, may take time because of different production issues. But we want to at least get the base version of the game out there. Um, So I'm happy that at this point with Series 2, we started the standard editions. And then in the next couple, like later this month, the retro editions will come out. So one thing that we did on Thursday that some of you may have watched on our YouTube channel, we premiered it live, we had our Series 3 Direct. I'm hoping that the, the connection here is going to allow us to play the whole thing and not stop. But if you haven't seen it, we want to show you what one of our directs looks like, um, unless there's anything you want to say before that. Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, one of the people asked me, why do you release games in series? Um, they've asked me that before. And what we discovered is when you release games, instead of sporadically but as a group, usually a game will help another game out. And all of the games we release, we feel are winners. And maybe there's something you may not like. Everyone likes different genres. But to have multiple games go up at the same time, maybe one game brings you to the site, and maybe you say, oh, you know, this other game looks great. And for us, that's what we want to do for the developers. And so the developers are now, instead of competing with one another, because all of our pre-orders are open pre-orders, we want to make sure everybody gets the game. It's not like, haha, you didn't get it in time. Uh, But now they become teammates. So here you have developers not only discovering other games themselves and now also working together. So now they're promoting each other's games. Now they're working together as a community and it's really something special. So while we do these series slowly, it also becomes an event because we, we announce it, we do you know, the promotions, we, we interview the developers, we let them tell their tale, we want them to be as personal with you as you are with them and connect everybody. And then, of course, when the, the games come out, people start doing the challenges. It's really a, an awesome community event, and the developers have expressed huge interest in it and thankfulness for it. And you know, when you talk to anybody whose dream is to make a video game, many of them dream to get their game physically. And when we do discuss with these developers, one of the things we do is we run everything by them. They have to give the final okay on every single piece we release, which means they're satisfied and they're happy 
that these games that they spent so many hours developing are getting the physical treatment they deserve. And it's like, that's to me, that's the greatest seal of approval. Uh, it's just to get their approval. But yeah, uh, the directs, what we do is, you know, obviously Nintendo started it, you know, and we decided we're going to take our own spin on it. So uh, we, we, we kind of wanted to infuse humor and, and comedy along with the seriousness of releasing great games and discussing those games and hopefully presenting in an entertainment, uh, uh, entertaining way. If it's not entertaining, um, he wrote it. If it is entertaining, I did. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, even, even coming up with this, you know, truthfully, you know, I wrote the script and then we all sat down for a table read, just like a TV show. And we, we read over lines and we go over what works, what doesn't. We change things up. We try and have fun uh, because we, if we're having fun, then hopefully you are too. Uh, so uh, hopefully you enjoy the presentation. If you've seen this already, hope you enjoy it again. And if you haven't, I really hope that there's at least one thing shown that you've never heard of that you say, how did I never hear of this game? I must play it. Because to, to me, even if you don't purchase our games and you go ahead and you support the developers digitally, to me, that's a win because these developers deserve everything. They're amazing people. And hopefully this plays, so. <laughs> hopefully it plays. And the volume is over there. You gotta use the mouse. Yes. There <coughs> he found it. And now a word from Premium Edition Games. Welcome everyone to our latest Premium Direct. I think it was like just yesterday that we hosted the last one. Everyone here? That's because we've been busy working on bringing some amazing titles out physically. This is an understatement. Doing modern retro right isn't easy after all. Speaking of amazing titles, let's take this moment to thank all of you for your wonderful support. We wouldn't be here without any of you. The reaction for our Series 2 has been fantastic. We really can't thank you all enough. We can proudly say that all of our Series 1 titles have shipped, with Super Blood Hockey selling out. Our Series 2 titles have begun shipping. And it won't be long before Series 2 Retros and our amazing deluxe version of a robot named Fight ship as well. So please, everyone, be patient. But I think everyone is here to see what we have in store for our third series. You know, Jeff, I agree. I think we should start with a follow-up from our last Direct. Absolutely. Roll that game footage.
Dark Cathedral Standard Premium Edition comes with a full game on card, a color manual, a premium challenge card, inlay artwork, and a slipcover designed by renowned artist Paul Eemeyer. This will be a four-week open pre-order beginning on November 16, 2021. We'll also release a retro edition that comes with everything in the Standard Premium Edition, plus a CD soundtrack and hand-drawn mini-guide by Philip Summers, all housed in a retro-style box with art from the super-talented Nick Huddleston. We'll only have 500 retro edition copies available for pre-order. You know, when all three of us 100 percent of this game, it's a must-play. Yes, and we know everybody here has been patiently awaiting news on Cathedral since we last shut it off. And it's so great to finally give you all a date. It will be fun watching everyone tackle this challenging Metroidvania, and the hand-drawn mini-guide is going to be amazing. I look forward to everyone's challenge type submissions as well. Moving on, we should provide everyone a developer update on our Kickstarter title, Sunshine Anthology. Hello there, it's Paul from Fossil Games here. I wanted to give you a quick update with regards to the development of Sunshine Banner and also the Switch port Count Sunshine 2. We're currently working great guns on Sunshine Banner at the moment and it's hitting steam on the 28th as I'm recording this. Uh, the moment that's finished, we shall begin the porting and localization process to get it over to the beautiful people of uh, premium edition games so we can uh, get that into your hands. Camp Sunshine is being ported and localised at the moment. The translations are happening right now. Um, and it's funny revisiting some of the dialogue that we wrote all those years ago and how gruesome we were. Um, this is quite impressive, to be honest, I'm quite proud. So we are hoping that localization will be finished soon and that it's into the hands of the porters uh, who will be working tirelessly to get everything finished so we can get both games on one card and into your hands really for your horrifying pleasure. It's going to be great when everyone can get their hands on these two insane and brutally gory games, both on one cartridge. They'll just have to wait a little longer. I think our Series 3 titles will help hold everyone over until Sunshine Anthology comes out. Speaking of Series 3, don't we have another treat in store for our viewers? You're darn tuning, Jefferuni. Roll that hidden gem trailer. Yeehaw!
Phenotopia Awakening Standard Premium Edition comes with a full game on card, color manual, premium challenge card, inlay artwork, and a slipcover designed exclusively by the developer. This will also be a four-week open pre-order beginning on November 16, 2021. We'll also be producing a retro edition for Phenotopia Awakening that comes with everything in the Standard Premium Edition plus a two-disc CD soundtrack and a Jimmy keychain, all housed in a retro-style box that's also designed by the developer. We're only going to have 500 retro-edition copies available for pre-order. This one has me really excited. It's such an amazingly beautiful game, and I can't believe more people haven't experienced it. Agreed. And now they finally will. And come on, JP, everything always has you excited. Each of our releases hold a special place in my heart. It's great when everyone gets to share in that excitement. Absolutely. Since we've just announced our Series 3 titles, maybe I should just hit this button that says JP Hype Button. Uh, how did you get that? Jeff, did you land near that thing? Um, no. I thought you did, Barry. Uh, let's not be too hasty here, JP. Uh, our customers are already happy with our Series 3 titles. Oh, I'm sure they are, but I'll bet if I just look over at the comments, people will be asking me to push that button. Of course they are. They always want one more thing. They can't get enough of our premium products. We need to save some stuff for next time. Yeah, I know. We did tease it at the end of our first two directs, JP. Maybe we should do something different this time. Do you really think that's what they want? Absolutely not. They definitely want to tease, but we should keep them wanting more. Well, let's at least give them all a mighty hint. I'm going to fight you if you reveal any more, JP. There are too many known IPs involved. All right, stop it, you two. There are people watching. This is a family-friendly direct. All right, if you guys say so. I, I, I can't wait. I'll push the button. No! <laughs>
These are the kind of things we like to do to bring the community together. So, out of a show of hands, how many of you here... Go through one game at a time. Well, I, I was going to say, well, <laughs> all right, you could do that. How many here have heard of Cathedral? Before today. Before today. One. How many think Cathedral looks like a game they might want to play? That's awesome. That is awesome. That really is awesome. All right, uh, the Sunshine Manor and Camp Sunshine Combo Back. Who have heard of either of these games? Wow. So what's interesting is Camp Sunshine has been out on Steam for a while. Um, it's coming to the Switch, both of them. Sunshine uh, Manor was a Kickstarter project, so we got to know the developer through Camp Sunshine. And at that time, he had told us that he wants to bring Camp Sunshine to the Switch. He's working on Sunshine Manor as a Kickstarter to you know, get funding. And we hadn't released any games yet, but we really liked Camp Sunshine. And we talked to him about doing a double pack because Sunshine was going to be poured over, and that was actually our first Kickstarter. So for the last couple of directs, we constantly are putting out an update because he's still working on development. Um, as of last week, Sunshine Manor finally released on the Switch or on, on Steam, and now it's in the process of going through like the bug testing and whatnot, and then it's going to head over the port. So very soon, our Kickstarter edition of the game is going to be coming out next year. We will also do our standard premium with, with the more traditional packaging, not the Kickstarter exclusive items, but you will still have an opportunity to get the game. But I am surprised that you know, people hadn't heard yeah. about it because it's 
<laughs> all the fun. Well, now I got to ask, how many would would like to try Camp Sunshine, Sunshine Manor? Does it look interesting to any of you? There we go, about half. All right, now the big one, Phenotopia Awakening. How many here has heard of that game? Which is on the Switch eShop for a while now. A long time. Yeah. Uh, and now how many looked at the trailer and said they would like to give it a try? Yeah. And that is awesome. What's interesting is that we did this as a live premiere on YouTube. So this was Thursday night at 8 p.m. Everyone got to watch at the same time. And immediately after, we went into our Discord that, that Barry runs, and we did a live Q&A. You know, everybody who was watching headed over. But we also invited the developers to join, and we created channels now for each of the games after they were announced. So in the Phenotopia Awakening, the developer was in there. And same thing, everybody's comments was like, I didn't even know this game existed, and it looks amazing. And, it's, and there's a story behind how we ultimately got that game, which I'll talk about after we... Yeah. The last one is, who's heard of Mighty Fight Federation before? One, okay. all right. And now and the next question. How many of you looked at that and said, that looks like something I want to try? Yeah. And who, who liked the guest characters in that? It was some, some pretty big characters, <laughs> yeah. right? And again... No one's really hearing about these games because, unfortunately, people go out to the, the eShop and they go out to die. Yeah. Uh, it's just feast or famine. And the uh, funny thing about Phenotopia is uh, the games that we signed, our logos are included in the games after a patch once it's been signed and ready to go. So the physical versions outside of Series 1, because we didn't do it then, we'll have our logo. The Phenotopia, we had to do a patch for, and we asked them to wait to do the patch until we announced the game. But they didn't. So, so a couple weeks ago, maybe, maybe four weeks ago, I went for my big dive into Phenotopia. Because I played it, but I didn't complete it. I played enough to say, we need to sign this game. And when I booted it up, our logo was there. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. You know, this is, this is going to ruin the surprise. Not a single comment. Which means there was nobody vocal that was playing that game in that entire month. And that is sad because it is beautiful. And that's what we see when looking at games. There's so many games, people suggest games. You know, for us, there's a ton of big games that we would love to do, our dream games, of course. Uh, Square Enix and Nintendo and Capcom like to not release physical games that we would love to do. But there's so many wonderful gems like this that are, to not use the word, but to use it, the hidden gems. Uh, And uh, that's what we want to do. We want to bring these second life. And now, like I said, I hope that if you guys love physical games, you're here, so I assume you do. I, I hope you choose to support the developers. If you won't want to wait and you want to get both, or if you just say, I just want the digital, I do hope you still support these developers because they are worked a lot of hours and these games are, are passion projects. And to, to see so many people have never heard of them. And in your, you're not an isolated group. The majority of people have never heard of them. And that was the reaction when we premiered that direct, because we did premiere it live, and so many people in the YouTube comments, what is this? I've never heard of this. This looks amazing. How did I not hear about this? And a funny thing was, because you know the developers are out there to support each other, we don't tell developers who you're partnered with. We kind of leave that a surprise for them, too. So after that premiered, we went into Discord. We had a live Q&A, and uh, the developer for Cathedral was there with us. And you know, people were talking about Cathedral, how great it was, and he, of course, loved it. And I asked him, I said, so what do you think of your partners that you're with? And his response was, he's blown away, and that he needs to go play Phenotopia Awakening now, which I think is wonderful. That's one developer helping another developer. Uh, just, oh, it's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, for us, you know, 
we know what games we want to bring. Like you said, we have our bucket list. And then we always ask the community, what are digital-only games that you'd like to see physical? So we do a lot of posts on social media, you know, everywhere. And Phenotopia Awakening was one of them that we got back a while ago. About, honestly, two people mentioned it. So we look at the list and we go to the eShop, see if there's a trailer, read a description. And it, it was that trailer that we watched and we're like, we've never heard of this game and it looks amazing. Let's go speak to the developer, see if it's available to discuss. So we started talking to him through email. He gave us codes for us to play. Again, it took us all of maybe five minutes into the game to know that this is a quality game. So when we started having real discussions about wanting to sign the game, we were surprised you know, that nothing had been done with it. He's like, you know, I had interest from another physical publisher and they asked me how the digital sales were. And I told them they were low because you know, it just, it didn't catch on. And the physical publisher backed away. He's like, I'm not interested anymore. So when we came to him to talk about it, he's already disheartened. He, he didn't have confidence in his game at this point that it could get to a bigger audience. And we told him, well, we're a physical publisher. We don't really care what the digital sales are because you know, us, we will pass up a lot of digital games in hopes of getting it physically. So for us, we know that there's going to be a huge community of people who are waiting to play it because it's going to be on a physical release. So digital sales meant nothing to us. So we had this conversation with him, lasted about three, four hours on a Friday night. And afterwards, he, you know, he looked at our contract, decided to discuss it with his team, and he came back and said, yeah, let's do it. And what's interesting, you know, Barry mentioned earlier, is that they have the final say on the pieces. We give them that option. If they want to be as hands-on as possible, we allow that. We don't take the creative control from them. But if they say we want nothing to do with it, just kind of make the game and we'll give you the artwork and stuff, we'll do that too. With Phenotopia Awakening, he had so much unused art. He had fan art from the community of, the, of his support. He had artists already on his team that wanted to do new pieces. So all of that is from him. And we wanted him to be able to, to do as much as possible. So when we talked about what kind of packaging we want, he wanted the Super Nintendo because that's kind of what, what's inspired off of it. And the Chibi Keychain, he was the one who wanted to come up with a specific design for it. The challenge patch, which we're not going to show here, that's also from his idea. Like, we, you know, we always ask them, do you have an idea of what your developer challenge wants to be? So he came up with it and he also wanted to design the, the patch itself. And it's been an amazing process because it's, I mean, we, we've signed this game a while ago and obviously we're waiting to announce it until after we start shipping our current series. So now, you know, as of Thursday, it's official. We finally can say it. If I slip up and say it, it's okay now because <laughs> everybody knows, but we're just really excited. And same thing with Cathedral. I mean, the game came out and it got reviews from sites. They sent out codes. They did have a PR team, but again, it's not something that caught on fire, which we were surprised about. But now hearing everybody watch the directing, like, wow, I didn't even know that Cathedral was available. I mean, it's, it's a blast to be bringing these physically. Like, it really is an honor because, you know, there's so many companies out there that could take it. And for one reason or another, they don't. And now we have the chance to, to make it special. And I think that's really the best thing about this job is to honestly make developers' dreams come true. Um, to see, you know, developer, you know, you have that envision in your head. What do I want this to look like? Uh, if it ever got a physical release, to let that become a reality, let them have that, their dream. Uh, to me, and then to all the team, it's wonderful. And uh, we were talking, I was talking with the, the Mighty Fight Federation uh, team because you know, we do these interviews, we want to let you guys get some insights. And uh, you know, he told me flat out, he's like, I want you to know that we were approached by other people. Um, how could you not? I mean, you see the IPs that are involved in that. I mean, Power Stone with Toe Jam and Earl and, and Kunio Kun, like, and Bloodstain, you got some cool stuff. 
Uh, and they said that they went with us because we're passionate. And to me, that was one of the biggest compliments I could get and, and the spokes for the entire team because we're here right now. You're watching us right now because we're passionate about what we do and about video games and about helping developers. And, you know, all I could do was thank him. You know, like, wow, you know, that, that is awesome. And I hope other developers feel that way. And I hope, you know, going forward, we can get some really cool titles and, and keep upping the ante. Uh, so that's why we encourage everybody. If there's a digital title that you're like, oh, I would love this to get physical. This needs it. You know, bring it to our attention. I mean, we, we can't always promise everything because it's, a lot of it's out of our court. You know, <laughs> it's in their hands. But uh, we'll certainly do our best to try. But we don't want to sign 150 games and then have to do 150 games. We want to go slowly. We don't want people to be, uh, you know, overwhelmed. And, you know, you had people say, like, oh, you know, three games, oh, it's a lot. And it is for some people. That's why we do the four-week pre-order. Um, and we, it's an open pre-order. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Switch uh, and all systems have a, have a minimum print. Um, so in North America, Switch minimum print is 5,000 units. Nintendo will not make a game for less than that. So we have to do 5,000. So if it sells 50 copies or it sells you know, 4,500 copies, we have to do 5,000. But we want to do an open pre-order because we don't want to limit it. We want people to be able to get these games. So if we get 10,000 people, we will print 10,000 copies. Uh, we, we really feel that way. We limit the retros um, because we, we do, you know, we collectors. Some people want a little bit of a, you know, this is harder to get. Uh, and they're obviously a little more expensive to, to produce. But, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten some great response. And, and if you come down to our booth, we still, you know, we have retros and we have deluxes. So it's not like it's one of those that, oh, my God, it absolutely will sell out. Um, but you get something special. Yeah. And I guess two points. One is that, you know, three may seem like a lot. We've been around since we, we officially announced ourselves August 2020 with Super Blood Hockey only. So it's been a little over a year at this point, and it's only four games that have come out. So these three are going to be our next series for the next couple of months. So it's not that you know next week there's three more games. It's, it's not going to be until you know Q1 really 2022 before we announce the next wave. So we want it to be a manageable and fun uh, collector experience to, to get our games. And we don't want people to feel burdened that every week there's another one and you just can't keep up. The other side is we want people to play our games. That's why we have the challenges. So we want games to also be fun, not just to be put on the shelf. Some people will do that, and, but we hope the majority will actually play the games because they're meant to be played. They're fun, they're retro-inspired, and that's, that's what we love to do. Absolutely. I, I think we should take a little time now to yes. open up to Q&A. If anyone does have any questions on the, the, you know, making a physical game or any questions about any of the games you saw or any of our products or any of the process, you know, please raise your hand. And uh, if there's anyone, we will gladly answer. Take this down to get an sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, question with the patch and challenge related to that, because one of the things that and everyone's always made the joke, you find like an old mail away thing in an old magazine, you're like, oh, I wonder if they'll honor that. Or if yep. I call this number, like, how long do you guys intend to actually keep sure. up with like, the great patch? Great question. Yeah, it's a great question. I found you guys today, yep. and like, if I come across like the blood hockey game, it's like, well, am I too late? Or like, if I don't get Good. it for three months? Good so, question. So the short answer is Super Blood Hockey is still available. We, do, we don't print as many patches as the games because we wanted to make it a fun experience and, and a fun challenge so you know for the first two games i think we did around 500 to a thousand patches we're running low but they are still available and we always say so on the back of the card there'll be instructions take a picture of your completed challenge post on social media and then email us with the link to it and your order number so we know where to mail the patch and we say at the bottom while supplies last at this point all four games are available for the patches 
Um, and we're gauging it, you know, moving forward, if we see that only a couple hundred people are gonna make it, we'll make that next wave around the same. If we see more people doing it, then we'll make it available because we want it to be a fun thing to get and not that, oh, we made two and, and you missed the boat. Um, <laughs> but we have to just gauge it based on, on the past series. But right now, if you grab our games and you complete the challenge, you're still eligible to get the patch. And what's nice is that we also, you know, we, we sell internationally on our website, but we also have partners overseas to help with shipping. So anybody who buys our games from anywhere are eligible. It's not just from our website. So even if somebody bought it from a friend or secondhand and they message us, we'll still honor it as well. Yeah, and if you don't, like you buy it here, you don't have an order number, of course. Uh, just put, you know, provide your address so we know where to send it. Yeah. Um, but one thing we do is, like for example, Robot Name Fight came out. We had the Deluxe. The Deluxe isn't coming out until early next year. Uh, and people email, oh, am I, I going to miss the patch? You know, When we have a delay like that, we always set aside a good number of patches to make sure that nobody gets lost. Some people are like, I got regular Demons Tier Plus and I got Deluxe Robot Name Fight. I'm not going to get either game until early next year. Am I going to miss? No. The answer is no. We will always put some aside uh, as a safety net so that nobody misses out because that's not fun. Yeah. That's not what, you know, I just had to wait for the game and did a production and now I don't even get it. No, we're not going to get that situation. We're going to make sure. That is an excellent question. And I hope everybody starts submitting challenge patches because it's great to see, uh, you know, just see people win it and, you know, show it off. It's, it's been really cool. The other and, thing, sorry. So the other thing is besides the challenge patch, we have an unboxing oh, yeah. patch. So the same thing. Take a quick unboxing. You don't even have to talk and then just show off the game. One, it helps you know, get the game word out there, but by doing that, you get an unboxing patch, and each one is going to be our logo in a different style, different format for every series. So that's our series one that you see. Series two, if you remember the Nintendo Power Magazine logo with like the lines on both sides of the, the name, or the words, that's how our series two patch is gonna be. So we're gonna have fun with that as well. But we have a lot of opportunities to just you know, showcase the games and then, like you said, mail away for free. I mean, you're not paying anything except just emailing us, and I think it's just a fun, physical reward system that you get that you know you could wear it you could put it in your case do whatever you want with it but i think it's fun because you just don't see that anymore yeah and i will say just you know because it is a process we usually ship them out like once a month uh, and, and jeff uh, one of our co-founders who, who was in the video and not here today uh he uh he does it all by hand yep. so everything is put in envelopes put stamps on mailed out by hand uh, so, you know, it's a process and we do this again. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of passion. So we hope you enjoy, you know, that extra level. That was a great question. Any other questions? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Sure. Um, you had mentioned there are publishers that you wanted to work with, like Konami, Square Enix. Oh, yeah. Are there any lesser known publishers that are on that list? Like personally for me Falcom, but oh <laughs> you you are speaking to the resident Falcom lover I would love to get into with Axis and get Tokyo Xanadu on the switch I would love to get you know Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2 English on the switch I would love to bring all the Legend of Heroes games and all the Ease games onto the switch and if we could do those physically I will I will fund it myself if I have to uh <laughs> I always say Falcom is the company, the best company that no one's playing their games on. It, it, and I would absolutely be a dream come true to do some Falcom games. Uh, there are some other lesser known titles. I'm in JRPG nuts, so you know any anything of those, the you know the you know uh, you know anything even like Square Enix. There's so many lesser known titles from them uh, from the Enix days. Uh, they just did uh, Act Razor. 
You know, I'd love to get that one there if, if they would let us. It's digital only. Uh, you know, uh, I'd love to bring, you know, Grandia HD collection came out. I'd love to get, you know, Grandia 3 and, and Extreme and Parallel Trippers on there as well. Uh, there's so many lost JRPGs, but that's a, that's a topic for a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, blue hat, and we'll go to the orange. Uh, not sure if this is something like you're allowed to say, but are there any games or publishers you tried to get but weren't able to? Yeah, uh, so the ones that we talked about, I mean, we, we, we go for it. I mean, whether they respond to us or not, that's another story. But like I said, when we put out those posts or when we have an idea of a game that we want to do, we'll reach out the best way we can. We'll find the contact if we know someone personally or if we just have to look you know, on a website to find a general contact. I mean, we'll, make the, we'll try and make the introduction. Um, whether they respond to us or not, that's always a different story. I'm hoping as we move along and companies start to see that we're here for the long stay and you know, we are releasing games, it's not just a concept, we're hoping to get those bigger studios to acknowledge us and have those discussions. But yeah, we absolutely do try. I mean, whether you're a one-person studio or a AAA, I mean, we're going to go for it if there's only a digital version of that game. Yeah, it's, it's really just about the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And we just we keep throwing ourselves there and hoping that one of those emails, one of those calls sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's, it's not a matter of being told no. It's just not getting a response. And... I'm sure they get plenty of responses, and some of them don't know how to handle those questions or want to handle those questions. Uh, some, some. I, I emailed. Uh, there's a game you probably know. It's on the Switch. Uh, Fast Racing RMX. You know that one? I wanted that game. I, I, I want that physical. I would love to do a combo with Fast Racing Neo. I emailed them, and you know, hi, I'm Barry from Premium Edition Games. I'd love to do your game. Would you like to do it physical? They replied, no. That was it. That was the short answer. No, we do not want to do it. I tried for the Alien game that came out. Uh, I forget the, the subtitle of it. But I reached out to them on Twitter. They had an open DM, and I asked them, I said, hey, there's no physical. Would you be interested? And they were like, nope, we don't want to do physical. For whatever reason, they didn't want to, but we tried, and we'll always try. I mean, that yeah. it's, they have to tell us no for us to stop asking. So. Yeah. Then we won't badger them. Yeah. Uh, so in the back, your question. Last question. I know you guys should be just do it with... Um uh-huh um that's that's a tricky question um there's a lot of animosity in the community for people who do that um you know there's the hardcore collector that want to feel like they have something super special and then there's those other people that say well it's just a repro um it's, it's not something I would ever rule out, but it's not our primary concern or attention to go right now. Uh, it, there's a lot of extra logistics to it. Um, what I would do is I would love to take the TurboGrafx-16 you know, library and put it on the Switch. And that I would absolutely love to do a physical collection for, um, but that requires a whole yeah. lot of extra stuff. So. Good question, though. Yeah. Um, so I think we're out of time, so I, I will finish with, we just want to say thank you again for coming to our panel. If you're on social media, if you look up Premium Edition Games on YouTube, Instagram, Discord, Twitter, Facebook, we're all there. We're very active. I'm the one, I stopped tweeting for an hour so I could be at the <laughs> panel, but I'm normally the guy doing that. Barry's running the Discord. Our website, Premium Edition Games, you can see what games we've had, what's coming out. You can sign up for our newsletter. I put that out. I try to do once or twice a week to let everyone know what's, what's coming up, and especially now with Series 3, I'll be making some more announcements. 
over the next two weeks before pre-orders go live, we're going to start showing off some of the physical items. Because if you notice the Mighty Fight, there were still sketches for the retro boxes and the, the Sega Dreamcast-inspired CD. So we're having the finished art that we're going to be showing off and things like that. We'll have interviews posted with the developers so you can learn more about the game. So we're very active in the community. So I highly encourage everyone, if you're on social media or you want to sign up for our newsletter, please do so. And again, you know, in the vendor hall, we are there. We have our Pigeon Dev Games collection and Demons Tier Plus still available. So come check it out. Look at our steelbook, our packaging. If you have any questions that we couldn't answer now, yeah, stop by and we'll be happy to chat. You want to do personal as well? If you want. Yeah, and if you are a Switch physical collector and you want to be kept up in the loop, my personal channel is JP Switch Mania. I post 25-7. Um, I just post everything about the Switch. Don't I'm, lie, it's 25-8. Yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed, so you can find me on Twitter at JP Switch Mania. And uh, I don't post nearly as much as him, but I do post and I'm very active on Twitter as well. You can find me at Hawk Hellfire. And uh, definitely in the Discord. Uh, one thing you will find is that we don't like to shut up. We will talk video games till we <laughs> till till eight in the morning and stay up all night. Uh, we had a customer who has been a supporter of us. No joke. Come to our hotel room last night, and we were up till two o'clock in the morning just shooting the shit. And we love it because we would be nowhere without all of you. And if you guys hadn't heard of us before, uh, I hope that. You saw something there that makes you want to give us a chance. And if you hadn't heard of us before and you want to come down to the booth and see what we have in person, uh, I do hope you give us a chance. And uh, if we make you happy, we want to know. And if there's something that you don't like, we also want to know. Because we are only alive because of you. So please, you know, we want your feedback and we're going to do the best we can for everybody here and everybody in the community. Yep. Thank you again. Thank you, everybody.